Welcome to the Happy Lead Her podcast, a community for women in leadership roles who want to have real conversations around things like burnout, finding fulfillment, and how to lead yourself first. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I've worked in corporate and startups my entire career. I've learned that not only does it get lonely at the top, it can get quite toxic. Whether you work in corporate, a startup, or you're running your own business, the Happy Lead Her is a community for all of us women who are chasing our big dreams. You'll hear tips from wellness experts, badass entrepreneurs, and women just like you. If you've been looking for a community of women who are ready to take bold action and support each other along the way, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome back to the Happy Leader Podcast. I'm Lindsay, and I am so pumped for today's episode because we're talking about marketing. And if you don't know, marketing is kind of my zone of genius. I definitely nerd out when it comes to marketing because my career has mostly been in marketing. I started out as a journalist 15 years ago, and then while I was doing that, I started learning more about marketing, and I started learning about ways to utilize things like your website and SEO to reach a bigger audience. Ever since I started learning about that, I have been obsessed. I've run marketing and websites and SEO for big brands, for corporations and agencies ever since that time. So a long time. It's evolved so much. And when I tell you that social media was so different when I started managing social media accounts, it was very, very, very different. Nowadays, we utilize Instagram so much for selling, for connecting with an audience, for building an audience, for going live. And who would have thought that we would have reels and the ability to go live? I mean, social media has come a long way. But I will say that one channel I think is so underutilized because I've seen it come so far is a website. I am going to talk about websites specifically today because I know how powerful they can be. I know how when they're used effectively and the right way, they can reach an even bigger audience than your social media account, than your followers on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn combined. Because did you know that there are 8.5 billion searches on Google every single day? And yes, I know that there are millions of people on social media, but for the sake of this episode, I'm going to to focus on websites because every time I work with a client, they usually come to me and say, well, my business coach said that I don't need a website or I have a website and it's just not performing well. Today, I'm going to kind of break down the narrative around websites and I'm going to show you how to optimize your website, how to have a website that actually works for you. And not only that, it gets you sales around the clock. You know, you have to kind of show up on social media to sell something and there are eight touch points or you can't sell something for about four weeks until you've connected with someone eight times, whatever the scenario is there. I'm telling you, website marketing is so underutilized. And I'm here to tell you exactly what to do to not only get your website on the map, which I'm referring to Google, but to connect with an audience in a way that you really can't do on social media. So if you're ready for all of this, if you're ready to improve your website, to optimize it and to serve so many people, then stick around and let's jump in. 
All right, so I'm going to preface this episode by saying I just had a green tea and I feel like I could go run a block around the neighborhood and come back and record this podcast, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to talk as slowly as possible because we're talking about websites and SEO and you might be wondering what the heck are you talking about already? So we're going to take it slow. We're going to walk through the main elements and the first thing I'm going to talk about is why you need a website, okay? And this is a controversial take because if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, you might have a business coach or someone who works in digital marketing or an entrepreneur who is in your network. They might tell you, you don't need a website. You should just launch your business and be on social media, or you should have a landing page or a stand store. Look, I am just going to be completely honest and say that in 99% of the cases with my clients and with people who ask me if they need a website, the answer is yes. And I haven't met someone who I haven't recommended a website for, but I'm just going to leave that 0.01% open just in case. So let's break it down. Why do you need a website? Let me start by saying this. A website is the center of all of your marketing efforts. It is your home base. It not only represents your business, but it represents how you can help people. Because at the end of the day, most businesses help either solve a problem, they offer a solution, they make you feel better, they make you look better. Every business does something to support someone else, right? Whether it's a human or a dog, we all have a business to help someone else. So your website can show people how you can serve them. It can also introduce them to you because I'm sure you have probably thousands, if not 1 million competitors out there. So people want to know what makes you different. And yes, they can look at your testimonials, but they want to read about you. They want to read what makes you different and they want to visually see what sets you apart from your competition. More than anything else, a website provides value. It educates your audience, it offers tips, and it offers solutions. If someone's purchasing a physical product, let's say they're purchasing supplements, you are answering a question of how do I reduce bloating or how do I feel better in my body? You're offering the solution by offering them the supplement, but you need to educate them on what that supplement does, what the ingredients are, all of that. So there's kind of a full journey when it comes to your website to educate, offer that solution, and have some authority when it comes to you offering that product. For my boss babes who are entrepreneurs and business coaches and marketing coaches, I do want to say I hear you when it comes to social media. I know that you can educate and inform and provide value and introduce yourself on social media, and I do that as well. I've run social media for my clients for years. I have social media for myself. So when you think about social media and website marketing, yes, they're both marketing channels, but there are some differences. So I first want to say that once you post on social media, you don't actually own that content. I know it's kind of icky, but social media is kind of a world of its own. You're posting content out there and let's say that Instagram goes down one day. Well, there goes your content and there goes your conversations and there goes your DMs. I don't know how many times I've experienced a bug in the past week when it comes to Instagram. I've sent DMs. I've sent 
voice notes and people have responded with, hey, did you just send me a message because I can't see it? Or I tried to listen to your voice note, but it didn't come through. There's so many things that can happen with social media. And sometimes there's not a bug, right? Sometimes social media works well and there are no issues at all. But I also want to say that social media content typically has a lifespan of 24 to 48 hours. And I know someone's going to be like, actually, it's one week. And hey, that's amazing. Sometimes I post a reel and it doesn't really get engagement for a couple of days. And I totally get how the algorithm kind of does its thing and shows it to people when it wants to. Let's say that you're right. Let's say that it does have a lifespan of one week. When you look at a website, your content on a website, your copy, your blog content, your pages, they have a lifespan of two to 10 years. And I want to say from personal experience, I published a blog for one of my clients back in 2017, and it is still on the first page of Google. That is pretty unheard of, but it's pretty amazing when you think about website content, really how long it can last and how long the value of that content lasts. And with your website, you own your website, you own that content. And yes, a website is on typically a CMS. So that's basically the platform your website is hosted on, whether it's Squarespace, Word. WordPress, Kajabi. So if I say CMS, that's what I'm referring to, the platform, but you own the content. You own what's on your website. You built it and you own it. And you even have a copyright. In most cases, you have a copyright on your website saying, I own this website. So there's just a really big difference there. I also want to add that websites have so much more real estate for things like education, resources, information about you, and it can house so many different types of content. So yes, social media can do that as well, but it's just so different when it comes to websites. And specifically, that's because of how much content a website can hold, how relevant that content is, including things like keywords, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And again, the lifespan of that content. So now I just want to briefly touch on the difference between a full website and a landing page and a stand store, because that's something that I get talked to about a lot. And first, let's start with Stan Store. So this is relatively new within the last couple of years. And I've had a Stan Store. Again, I utilize social media for my business, for my personal brand, for this podcast. And I think a Stan Store is a great solution to keep someone basically in social media. So they're not bouncing out of social media to go to your website. The conversions are a lot better on Stan Store. So a Stan Store lives within Instagram, right? So yes, it's kind of like this mini website, but a stand store is not really going to work for SEO. When it comes to a landing page, same kind of thing here. And people say landing page, there's also sales pages, right? So this is typically when you're selling a program or a course or something that needs a little more information, some testimonials. And a landing page is great to have, but again, it doesn't house as much information. And landing pages are not really discoverable in SEO. And you might be like, what is SEO? What is she talking about? We're going to get there in a minute. But a landing page is exactly what it sounds like. It's one page. A website can be as many pages as you want it to be, even though there is a sweet spot there. But a landing page isn't successful when it comes to SEO. It's not efficiently portraying your business as a whole. It's typically representing one product or one service. So now that we know that you need 
need a website, right? I hope I've already convinced you, but if not, keep going. I also get asked, what pages do I actually need on a website? For one, a home page. So sometimes a home page is compared to a landing page because there's a lot of different elements. There's a lot of different sections that tell a different story or inform in a different way. But your home page is the cover of your business. It tells people what you do and how you can serve them. And the intention here is not to be like, here's my business name, look at my business. It's to show what you do, what you offer offer. So if you're a business coach named Jessica May, I'm just going to, I don't know why I didn't use my name, but it's okay. Let's say that you're a business coach called Jessica May and someone lands on your website. Your website should not say Jessica May on the front of it. It should say business coach for female entrepreneurs. It should be obvious about what you do. And there are keyword elements there, but you want to explain what you do, not who you are, because people don't care about Jessica May or Lindsay May. They care about what you're offering them. They care about the value that you can provide, and they care about the challenges or the problems that you can help them solve. And a few other important pages are your about page, so how you serve people, your experience, what sets you apart from your competition, all of that, your contact page, so how people can connect with you, either if you're in person, if you're a brick and mortar, or if they can fill out a form and email you, all of that. And then an FAQs page. I always recommend this, and I always see this missing from my clients' websites. An FAQs page answers questions that your audience probably has. They probably ask you these questions in the DMs. They probably email you these questions. So it's a page where it's just a resource for your existing audience and for these new people that are coming to your website. And it's a great resource to send in an email, but it's also great for SEO. It's also great to say, hey, this is what I offer. So an FAQs page is just so important. So please always include that. And then obviously another super important section of your website is either a service or a product page. So depending on what you offer, if that's physical products or services or a mix, you have one main service page that gives people an overview of what you offer to them. You don't want them to do a bunch of research on your website to figure out what you do. You kind of want it to be all on one page. So think about this page as a category page for what you offer because you probably have more than one one service. So you want to have this page kind of spotlight everything that you do and then link individually to the individual services and or individual products. So all of these pages are super important and obviously it's going to depend on what you offer, but I will say that most of the time I also tell people that they need a blog. So let me just tell you, blogs are not dead. Remember the example that I told about the client? I wrote a blog for them and that blog was from 2017. It's still on the number one page of Google. So blogs can be super effective for nurturing a new audience. They can help people find you by searching on Google. So let's say that you have jewelry and they're looking for tips on how to take care of their jewelry. That's a great blog. And then in that blog, maybe you have a cleaner or a little bag that keeps jewelry safe. So it's a great way to offer value and give resources while also saying, hey, I have this product and this really goes well with the topic that you're researching for. All right, so now I want to talk about SEO because you've heard me say this a few times. So I want to explain what it is. And yes, it's a little complicated, but don't worry, we're going to take this slow. SEO is search engine optimization. So I want you to think about Google. 
Google is the biggest search engine in the world. And when you're about to search for a product or a service, you're more than likely going to use Google. So let me just give you a quick example. Let's say you're going on vacation and you want to find some waterproof gold jewelry because you don't want to take your expensive jewelry in the pool and on your trip. So where do you go to search for waterproof gold jewelry? In most cases, you're probably going to type it into Google. So Google is going to see that you're looking for waterproof gold jewelry. It's going to search for endless amount of websites to match you with, but the top 10 are like the top tier businesses that have waterproof gold jewelry. They have great content and images and resources on their website. So those are the ones that Google is going to show you because those are the most reputable and they have the best resources and the best products on their website that is essentially what SEO is. Those businesses optimize each product page, every page of their website, and they probably have a blog as well where they give tips and resources and all the things. So that's why we want to optimize your website because when someone is looking for a business coach or a yoga studio in your area or they're looking for a plumber or whatever it is that you do, you want to show up the highest you can in Google search results. So now let's just briefly touch on keywords because I've also mentioned this a few times. Keywords are words, ideas, and topics that define what your website is all about, the content within it, and about the services and products that you offer. Keywords are so important because they're super basic pieces of information, right? So they're waterproof gold jewelry. This is basically a statement or a keyword that you would put on your website if you offer that product. And then when someone searches for that, they're going to be connected with your website because you offer that product. So I know this is a little bit complicated. I know SEO is kind of complicated. I know keywords are, I know websites are, but here's the thing. You can absolutely optimize your website by yourself. Obviously I'm an SEO expert. I work with clients every day on this, but let's say that you're a brand new business or you have a marketing team and you want to be able to optimize your website. I want you to know that you don't just have to abandon ship and not make any progress. I want you to know that just because it sounds complicated, that doesn't mean you just shouldn't have a website. There are ways to really get on the map when it comes to Google. And I'm going to break down exactly how to get there. And this is going to put your business, your website in front of thousands of people. So it is so important. And again, keep using social media, keep using email marketing, but you cannot forget about your website. It is so important to have a website because that in the long run basically houses all of your products, all of your services, all of your experience in this one place. And it is going to be there for the next two to 10 years. That content will last forever. So how is the right way to optimize? your website. First things first, you need to learn the basics of SEO. I'm not telling you to go out there and get certified or become a master in SEO. There's definitely little ways for you to learn about SEO for your website. Just learning the basics of SEO and how you can optimize your website one page at a time. It'll also make you feel so empowered. I promise. The second thing you need to do is research your audience. And maybe you already have a lot of research on your audience. You have a lot of data about who they are. Maybe you have personas. This is all such good information and this will help you build a keyword list. This will help you understand number one, who your audience is, but what they're looking for when it comes to services and products. 
The third thing that you need to do is optimize your website. Now that you know a little bit about SEO and you have a keyword list, now it's time to optimize your website and you don't do it all at once. You can optimize one page at a time to make sure that it has keywords and that it's intentional and it's pretty easy once you learn the basics. And the last thing, which is super important, is there's a little bit of maintenance that you have to do on your website. You do not have to optimize your website every single month or even every quarter or even every Every year if you don't need to, but you need to maintain your website with blog content. And this is so important. You need to post two, at least two blogs on your website every month, up to four blogs. So two to four blogs per month. You can use a tool like AI, you can hire a contractor, you can hire someone like me, but blog content is so important because remember it has those keywords in there. It offers resources. It's just so important to have that new content posted on your website. So all of this is to say that there are literally 8.5 billion searches on Google every single day. And I'm not saying that if you optimize your website, you're automatically going to get 1 million views on your website. That's not really how it works. But let's say that you're getting 3,000 views per month. So 3,000 people are coming to your website. They're browsing your pages. They're looking at your products and your services. Let's say just a tiny fraction of those people book a call with you. So if you're a business coach, this is a great example for you. So 3000 views a month, let's say 10 people book a call with you. Let's say that seven or eight of those people show up to the call because we know that some people don't do that. And then let's say from that group of seven or eight, let's say four or five people decide to move forward with you. That's four to five new clients every single month. What would that do for your business? What would that do for your revenue? How would that allow you to help other people? So this is just one example. And a lot of my clients do have 3,000, 4,000 views on their website every single month. Whether you have a business that's one month old, that's a year old, or even five years old, I really, really encourage you to optimize your website. And if you're wondering, okay, wait, but I actually need to know the basics of SEO. I need to know how to find my keywords and I need to know how to submit my website to Google. Well, I'm so excited to share with you that I just launched a DIY SEO course for business owners. I literally took all the messages, all the questions that I get in my DMs, in email and workshops, and I put it together in this course along with my 15 years of experience. This is a step-by-step course with eight modules, and I walk you through every element of SEO that you need to know about. I don't tell you about all the big tech things that are going to completely overwhelm you. I tell you the basic information about SEO and how you can optimize your website. It's super practical and super easy to follow. In the course, I also give you templates so you have everything you need to create that keyword list, to edit your website content, and to get your website optimized. If you were to work with me doing an audit and optimizing your website would cost about $2,500. And I still offer that service for clients who just don't have the time or the resources to do this kind of work themselves. But I will say for a fraction of the price, you can learn how to optimize your website yourself. And you can also empower yourself when it comes to your website. You can understand your data, you can understand your performance and understand the most important metrics that are going to help your business scale. So thank you for sticking this out with me. I know this episode was a little bit complex, a little 
little bit different than what I normally do, but I'm just so excited to share this with you because I literally designed this course for the everyday business coach, for the person with the yoga studio, for the entrepreneur, for the small business. And I'm just so excited to help your business scale and get to that next level. If you're ready to optimize your website, I have a link to the course in the show notes and I'm giving you $100 off plus a free 30 minute one-on-one session with me. I'm so excited for you. I know this is going to help your business so much and I'm here for you every step of the way. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Happy Lead Her podcast. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave it a review. I'd love to hear from you, answer your questions, and have the experts on the show that you'd love to hear from. Until next time.